The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mango, and here to break down today's games for you guys. Uh, we have a big 15-game slate. This one looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, so well, let's dive right in and kind of check them out. Uh, we got a lot of hot weather games, a lot of high totals, so th- this one's going to be all over the board. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I think the runs are going to be high. Lots of scoring is going to happen. Just ownership's going to be all over the place. So I'm really excited for this slate. So uh, first up, Philadelphia Phillies and the Washington Nationals. This is an eight and a half total. Uh, this game, it looks like it's going to be 87 degrees out. Winds blowing out like 50 miles an hour. Uh, and we got Gio Gonzalez against Nicholas Pavetta. And this is a game where I don't love a ton. I think Gio Gonzalez, sure, he's fine. Uh, I don't think he'll do bad. I don't think he'll do great. It just doesn't seem like a great DFS spot for him. So I'm probably going to stay away. Big Pavetta too, which is this red hot Nationals offense. I kind of want to stay away from. I mean, both teams have implied run totals over four, and I kind of expected that. This is just not. It's just these guys are two middle of the road pitchers on this slate that I don't really want to be touching. Right? They're not the total gas cans. They're not the nice aces. And again, it's a 15 game slate, so I'm probably just staying away from both pitchers. And I think there's no need to go that route. On the hitting side, I mean Bryce Harper, he's red hot. You can obviously take him. Matt Adams, he's a decent value. At least has been the past couple days. Price has gone up a little bit, but I still think he's fine and in play. Uh, don't hate Ryan Zimmerman too. You could obviously play him uh, on the on the Philly side. Reese Hoskins against a lefty is always in play, but that's about it for me. I don't really want to be targeting Gio Gonzalez. He's not a guy that I like to target a ton. But let's go on to the next game. Uh, again, that wasn't that great of an appealing game, but this one is a juicy one. We got the Cleveland Indians and the New York Yankees. We got CC Sabathia on the mound against Josh Tomlin and the Indians and the Yankees bats. And both are hitting well. Indians are definitely a team to look at against CC Sabathia, but the bat I really like is the Yankees bats. That's the team that I want to target right now the most in this game. The first thing that really jumps off the board is that Yankees run total, right? The six six point one three total is just in, insane. Have to like that, but if you go to plate IQ, uh, you know, just look at what Josh Tomlin's been doing. He has not been good, and I mean, plate IQ is awesome. If you guys haven't checked out this tool, it's an awesome one, and it's just a lot of red under his name. I mean, he only has the only issue he doesn't have it is walks, right? That's the only thing he he's kind of decent at uh, is not walking people, but the rest he's terrible. I expect a lot of home runs to be hit in this game. I mean, forty percent hard contact against uh, lefties, thirty five point four against. Righties, uh, the Woba is is through the roof, right? It's just going to be bad. The ISO, uh, 0.213 against uh, righties, 0.237 against lefties. I mean, this is going to be bad for uh, Josh Tomlin. He is going to get hit hard. So these Yankees bats are in play, right? Definitely going to want to play a ton of them in this spot. So I uh, can't really ignore him here. He's going to be a guy that we we want to be targeting a ton. Uh, I mean, I mean, 
I guess to start it off, uh, Stanton, right? Stanton, someone that I'm going to like a ton. He's he's obviously in play. Judge, Gardner, pretty much the whole lineup up and down is going to be in play. Uh, Gary Sanchez, he helps fit a bad uh, catcher position. One thing I like about Josh Tom, if you look at, uh, again, look at played IQ, he doesn't throw a lot of his pitches up in the zone. Uh, most of them are in like the middle or at the bottom, and that's really good for Stanton. Uh, Stanton's a guy who really hasn't been able to hit anything up high, and uh, that's kind of what Tomlin's been throwing, right? He's throwing not throwing anything up high. He's throwing everything pretty pretty low and uh in the middle and that's where stanton can hit the ball so uh yeah stanton's starting to heat up a little bit i think i like him a lot here and it's gonna be someone obviously he's great to jam in your lineups but we have to have the money and we have to make sure the pitchers can work uh, but all these yankees are certainly in play on the indian side of the ball there are guys that are in play their indians aren't as appealing i know cc sabathia is a guy that we like to target though jason kittness he's heating up a little bit and he hits lefties fine i wouldn't hate maybe taking a shot on him again not my favorite play uh it's not always the greatest target lefty versus lefty but that uh Yankees, uh, Yankee Stadium is better for left fielders, and on top of that, you know, CC uh, is not that great of a pitcher, and Kipnis is not as bad at hitting against lefties as you would think if you look at the numbers. And then uh, Michael Brantley, I like him too. He's another guy. Lindor, he's always in play. Edwin Canacion, he's been taking the parrot for a ride a lot. I wouldn't be shocked if he uh, you know, takes him for a ride again. I think all those guys are in play. They seem like a good stack, but not really a team that I'm getting too much exposure to in my cash games uh, and kind of mixing and matching on my teams. But let's go on to the next game. I think that's it. Uh, again, load up on the Yankees. And Indians are, are an interesting team uh, to consider in tournaments as well. But next game we have is the New York Mets. Colorado Rockies. This is an eight run total here. 75 degrees, wind blowing out. And uh, again, this is kind of like that Phillies game. You know, I don't really want to target German Marquez. I don't really want to target Zach Wheeler. I'm just not that interested in this game. I mean, sure, Charlie Blackman, uh, I think he's a a great play always against a, you know, a, a righty that's not like super talented. He always has a good chance. Carlos Gonzalez and Dahl right there on the right side of platoon, but I don't know. I just don't think I need to be going there on this slate. Again, it's a very big slate. I just think if you want to play maybe Blackman as a one-off, that's the only thing that I have a lot of interest in if you, if you force me to pick anything. On the Mets side of the ball, uh, you know, for cheap, Brandon Nemo, if he's batting first, that'd be interesting. Michael Conforto, his price is way too cheap at that 3.7K. So I think he's certainly implied someone to consider. Even Cespedes is for cheap. Jay Bruce at 3.7. So I think there's some decent value here with these lefty bats against Marquez. Again, I don't want to go too crazy uh, getting too much exposure to the Mets because they're not a team that I'm expecting to go insane. But I kind of think maybe just taking Conforto as a one-off at 3.7 is what we should do here. So uh, that about wraps up this game, though. Again, not a game I have too much interest in, but there's some good price tags on some of these Mets bats uh, here, especially Conforto. Uh, next game, Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays, eight total. J.A. Happ versus Andrew Kittredge. And, uh, you know, I think J.A. Happ, it's interesting. He was chalk uh, pretty recently, and he was a guy that people were, were playing. And it's just funny to think of J.A. Happ as chalk because, uh, I don't know, that, that didn't happen too much last year. But J.A. Happ is a guy that I'm definitely going to have some interest in. Again, you pull up his plate IQ, and you look. There's a lot of green there. He's looking pretty good so far this year. Happ has a pretty nice K percentage at 24.8%. Uh, he's fly ball guy, so that's obviously going to be something that uh, is going to be uh, a little bit of a concern, but you got, you got the, the Rays, which I'm not that concerned with, and it's in the Rays ballpark, so that's obviously a pitcher's park. That's going to help him a ton. I, I mean, I know people are worried because the Rays are swinging pretty hot bats, 
like last week, but and there's gonna be a lot of righties in that lineup. I just think Hap is a fine play. I think he's definitely in play in, in your cash games and your tournaments and, and has a lot of upside here. The one concern is he does give up some walks against uh, righties rather than lefties, and there's gonna be a lot of righties in those lineup. So uh, 7.8% uh, walk percentage. So that, that has me slightly concerned, but uh, I think Hap is certainly fine. Uh, I, someone that I'm definitely going to be targeting uh, as one of my starting pitchers in cash games. He's going to be in the player pool, and uh, I don't know if he's going to make the list for sure, but he's definitely a guy that I am considering on this slate. On the other side, Andrew Kittridge, or however you say his name, I'm not really going to be looking at him. I don't think we need to target him. Don't need to target any raised bats either. So the race side, I'm just crossing off completely. The Blue Jays bats, I mean, they're kind of priced up for my liking. I mean, maybe a Solarte uh, at 3.6. I don't know. It's just maybe Russell Martin because he's cheap. And, like, catcher's not a fun position to roster, but I don't know. Again, I don't think the Blue Jays are one of my favorite teams to target here. It's more of a pitcher's park, too, so I think it's just mainly J.A. Happ is the main focus in this game. Let's go on to the next one, Miami Marlins, Cincinnati Reds. We got Wei-Yin Chen and Sal Romano, and... Looking at this, it's like the Marlins are not a team I love to target, but, I mean, there's a couple guys I, I look at, and it's like Justin Bohr is the main guy I like to target the most, and this is a juicy spot for him against Sal Romano in the Reds' ballpark. Great American small park. They call it that for a reason. It's going to be 76 degrees, wind blowing out. I mean, this is a great spot for a guy like Bohr. Bohr is going to be someone that I look to get a lot of exposure to. I like him a ton here. Derek Dietrich might be a really cheap outfielder that you can get exposure to. Don't hate going that route with him. And in general, I think the Miami stack, if you were like going uh, double pant for pitcher, I just think they're they're a decent uh, decent team that maybe, uh, you know, target here just the the spot for them is uh you know again look at the run total 4.39 it's not as appealing and maybe people won't jump on them but they're just a really cheap stack and if you could want to double pay up for pitcher i think it's one of the cheaper stacks that could help make it work and you know just the smaller ballpark really helps them it's hot out there with blown out i just think there's some opportunity there for them in this spot and uh, again i don't love the marlins but they're a team that's going to always be cheap all year long and they're definitely going to help make those uh you know expensive pitchers work if you want to do that double pay up combo but that's mainly the reason to do it the red side of the ball, that you know, they're going to get uh, Wei Yin Chen, and uh, Wei Yin Chen is a fly ball pitcher, someone to definitely target, and look at those righties. I think uh, Jose Peraz, I think he's too expensive for my liking. Uh, sure, he'd be fine in the spot, but I don't like uh, the price. Eugenio Suarez, Adam Duvall is probably my favorite guy here that I'd like to target, but those are the two. It's like Suarez and Duvall are the main ones that I think I'd look at. Uh, but it's just, Suarez is a little little pricey at third base. I just think Duvall is probably the best value here that you could find on the red side. And the guy I like the most, if you force me to pick one guy, on the reds. Uh, they're, they're a fine play. Not a team I love stacking up today, though. I, uh, but, yeah, that's it. This, again, this game, not the most appealing, more just looking for one-offs, uh, right? Justin Bohr and Adam Duvall are my favorite on each side and guys that I'm considering in my cash games and in tournaments. Next game, San Francisco Giants, Atlanta Braves. We got Chris Stratton against Mikey Fulton-Nevich. I don't know why I called him Mikey, but uh, Mike Fulton-Nevich, he's on the mound. And uh, not a guy that I really like to play too much, but he does have upside at times. And the Giants have struck out a ton this year. So if you need a cheap pitcher, he would make sense. But the problem is he's not cheap right now. He's 9.4K, uh, which is crazy. Uh, he's normally really cheap, but 9.4K, I'll pass. Like, uh, you know, you normally see Mikey Fulton-Nevich and you go, okay, he's going to be a pretty cheap uh, starting pitcher today, but he is not. So uh, 9.4K, I will pass. If you do need a cheap option, though, Chris Stratton is interesting just because at 6K, uh, that's too cheap for him. Uh, I get it. If you want to play him, the problem is it's the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are a really talented team, and I don't want to target them. So uh, 
I'm going to end up passing on Chris Stratton. It's unfortunate because when I see Chris Stratton for 6K, I kind of get excited, but this matchup is difficult, so I'm going to pass on that one. So no Chris Stratton for me. No Mike fulton The price is just too expensive for my liking. Uh, if I don't like the pitchers, I should like the hitters a little, right? I don't know. It just seems like one of those spots I don't really know what to do with the hitters. If you want to stack up the Braves, I won't argue because this this offense is talented. I, I won't argue with Freddie Freeman, Okuna, Albies, you know, put throwing flowers in there or Suzuki and then, you know, throwing in a Dansby Swanson or Marquecas or Inciarte. I wouldn't argue that. Uh, I, I get it. I think it's an interesting stack. They have a 4.9 run total. Probably not something I'll do on this slate, but I don't know. I Just not my luck. Not something I'm going to do. Giant side of the ball, if you need some value with like Blanco or McCutcheon to help make your cash games work, I wouldn't hate it. But again, I don't like this side of the ball too much. Uh, I think it's better to move on to the next game. And there's just there's better uh, better offenses on this slate that we can target that we're going to get to. And the next one is a juicy one. So let's dive right into that one. We have here, we got Rick Porcello against Bartolo Colon. This is a nine-run total. Red Sox, Texas Rangers. And, man, the Red Sox, 5.19 uh, run total. I thought it'd be higher. My initial read was, oh, I saw the Yankees one, and I was like, okay, like, Red Sox is going to be, like, close to it, like 5.7, 5.8, but it's not, which I was pretty surprised with uh, looking at the games. But, I mean, that's fine, right? It's Bartolo Colon, definitely someone that we want to target. And the Red Sox, they don't strike out a ton. It's going to be a good recipe for success. One of the better teams to stack up tonight. Mookie Betts, Benintendi, Hanley, like the whole lineup is phenomenal. The question is, like, in your cash games, or if you're trying to, like, find the value bats on this team, right? Of course, like, pay for Mookie Betts if you can, right? But it's not that easy. You know, you have to go cheap at pitcher, and that's not always the easiest. So uh, who are, the, like, the quote-unquote values on this team, I guess you could say? I mean, maybe if we get a Mitch Moreland in there against the righty and Bartolo, that'll be helpful. I, I like Devers' price at 4.2, and even Nunez still at 3.8 is still fine. And if you're doing a Red Sox sack and Sandy Leone's in there, it seems like you might want to throw in Sandy Leone just to kind of help, uh, you know, help some value out there and uh, complete the wraparound sack to make your sack different. But, uh, yeah, of course, I love JD. I love Betts, Benintendi. That whole, like, one through five is incredible. If I could pay for Bogarts, I would. But 5K seems expensive for Bogarts. So uh, they're a stack that if you make, you better you, you better like your cheap pitchers. Uh, you better be able to make that work. So uh, that wraps up the Red Sox. So, again, they're very simple. You, you know you know to play them against Bartolo. We know Bartolo Clone is a guy to stack against. And it's going to be hot out there in Texas. Definitely a team to target on this slate. On this Texas side of the ball, it's weird, right? Like Rick Porcello, it's just not the it's not the right right price for him, not the right slate, not the right weather. Just in general, it's not looking good for Rick Porcello. Uh, I just he's too expensive. Ten eight, I don't want to pay for him. I know Texas can swing and miss, and man, if he was like a little cheaper, maybe like nine point five k, I'd consider him more. But I'll pass. There's just not a lot of strikeout upside for him in general. I know the matchup there's strikeout upside, but I just don't want to pay that price for him. So I'm gonna have to end up passing on him instead. There's a a cheaper guy who we're gonna get to in the next game who I like a lot more. So. Uh, let's go. Just, just go right to that game because that one's way more appealing and something to talk about. We got Jose Barrios against Carson Fulmer. Uh, this is a nine-run total, and, and this is the game I, I like. I like Jose Barrios a ton. Like I said, I already talked about Jay Happ. He's one pitcher I like, but Jose Barrios is another one that I have a lot of interest in. Uh, really hard to argue of him to not be one of the better pitchers on the slate against the Chicago White Sox. It's very simple. When the White Sox go up with some righty, almost every righty's in play. But a talented pitcher like Jose Barrios, I mean, it, it just, it's just not that it's a lock, but it's uh, its really hard to pass on him. He's one of my favorite starting pitchers on this slate. I actually want to look at the BVP because I, I think I remember it off the top of my head being pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a lot of uh, plate appearances, but 91 plate appearances and only 12 hits. So they're at 
132 as a team against Berrios. And uh, Berrios already played them once this year and had a pretty successful outing. Uh, let me pull that up really quick for you because I'm pretty sure he absolutely dominated in that outing. They just The White Sox, they just have a lot of strikeout upside and they cannot hit Jose Berrios' pitches. So, uh, yeah. 39.4 outing against the White Sox. Yeah, it was his best outing of the year. People may see the game against Cincinnati where he had negative 6.1 and say, oh man, I can't play Barrios. I mean, I don't care. Barrios is going to be an incredible spot. I love him here in this spot. Someone to target. I'll be curious about his umpire. Uh, see what that is uh, right before lock. That'll obviously be interesting. Uh, weather's good. I just, uh, you know, little things might might move the needle to make me maybe get off him or get on someone else if I'm picking my, my cash game pitcher. But right now, he's my number one. He's my guy that I want to be playing. And uh, it's going to be tough to get me off him. So uh, I love Berrios here. Probably the best pitcher on this slate for me, point per dollar, and just in general. So. No, that means I'm not taking any White Sox. No White Sox for me here. But on the opposite side, the Twins, I mean, Carson Fulmer, he is a guy that we want to target. And the Twins offer us some really, really nice value here. I mean, this is going to be a team that I look at a lot more than you would think. I, on a 15-game slate, Twins are not normally a team you look at, but I like them a ton here in this spot. So if we look up and down this Twins lineup, I mean, uh, of course, Brian Dozier at second's fine. Uh, his price isn't bad, too. If you're making a tournament team, I just want to put him in there, but... Like Joe Mauer's a nice value at 3.6. Expect him to be a nice uh, nice value in your cash games. Uh, Max Kepler, he's really solid at 3.7. Have to like that price a ton. In the four hole, I mean, Escobar is a decent value. Don't hate him. Eddie Rosario at 3.9, like that. Grossman at 3K is a really cheap price. Logan Morrison, 3.1, that cheap. I mean, just a really nice, cheap power stack. You know, ballpark that's really good for hitters. Like, uh, this is definitely a, a more of a hitter's park than a pitcher's park in Chicago. I don't think people really know that, but it's true. Uh, they maybe don't know that because the White Sox offense doesn't hit so well. Uh, you know, they have a lot of power, but they also swing and miss a ton. So it seems like they only do well every, like, 14 days, and they get hot for a little bit, and then they die down for, like, a month. But this is definitely a, a ballpark that's good for hitters. And, uh, man, this Twins offense, is something I'm going to be targeting a ton of, and Jose Barros is going to be a guy that uh, I expect the White Sox not to be able to hit on this slate. So I uh, love this spot for the Twins all around, and then the White Sox just complete fade. Uh, Carson Fulmer is bad. Uh, let's just pull up his plate IQ numbers just because uh, they're fun to look at because he's really bad. So let me pull it up here really quick, and we got Carson Fulmer. K percentage, 18.1%. That's not good. Here's his walk percentage, 12.2%. I mean, he's walking a ton of guys. We want guys who are walking guys because when they walk them, they walk them, then they give up that home run. That's when all of our runs pile in a ton. Uh, look at the hard hit percentage. That's the one thing that I'm slightly uh, slightly concerned about. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, 27.7 hard uh, percentage against righties. 20.4 against lefties. Like, that's very, very uh, confusing. I don't know why it is that only that but uh hmm, that's interesting but either way i mean the, the average distance the balls are getting hit are pretty far like 211.8 uh, so it's weird that they're not really getting hit as hard uh very interesting to see that uh, if you keep looking at more and more of the data here i mean it's just like i said the, the walk percentage is really high especially against lefties uh 16.3 percent and the twins have a lot of lefties in that lineup so that is obviously going to be a really really helpful for us if you look at uh you know per, uh, percentage greater than 95 uh, miles per hour the percentage of batted balls with an exit velocity of 95 miles per hour so if you look at that against uh, righties 38.2 percent and against lefties 40.7 percent uh that's obviously good uh, a lot of those balls are getting hit really fast and that's what we want to see we want to get the barrels on the ball very very helpful for uh, our dfs lineup so again uh, these twins are going to be in play a ton so like these twins load up on them in your cash games and in your tournaments on this slate 
Next game, Pittsburgh Pirates, Milwaukee Brewers, Nick Kingham and Junior Guerrero. Uh, this is in Milwaukee. Obviously, a guy like Junior Guerrero, I want to target some of these lefties like a Gregory Blanco, uh, Josh Bell. I think the Pirates are going to go completely under own because they're not going to look at they're, I mean, they're the run total and just write them off. I don't think it's Junior Guerrero. We should just absolutely write off this team. Uh, it's a really nice ballpark shift for them. Uh, I don't want to sleep on them completely. I think no one's going to play them. So I think it makes a little bit of sense uh, to go with uh, maybe a little new little pirate stack is sneaky, kind of like the Marlins, right? The cheap sneaky stack. Again, not a team I'm putting a lot of money on, maybe like just in a couple low-dollar tournaments. But uh, I think it's an interesting play that you can target on this slate. Uh, on the opposite side, Nick Kingham. I, I, I really don't know a ton about this guy. He's a guy that, obviously, I'm going to pull up the plate IQ numbers now uh, just to check out because I really, he came out and had, like, pitched an absolute gem when he was out there. And if you look at the numbers here, again, it's a really small sample because no one's hit him, really. Uh, so I don't know a lot about him. I know the Brewers, obviously, they can swing and miss a ton. If you need a value pitcher, right, at 6.8K, I guess you could target it because there's a strikeout upside with the Brewers. Uh, but I don't think we need to on this slate. I just don't think it's a necessary route to go. I guess in tournaments, obviously, if you're looking for a cheap pitcher, there's not a lot of cheap pitchers that I have loved. So if you wanted to go that cheap, I guess I would take a chance on him because there is strikeout upside. That's the one thing I like about the Brewers. There's a ton of strikeout upside with that team. So if you have to go this cheap, He's probably, I guess, the guy I pick. I just take a chance on uh, the young talent and, and hope it hits. But, again, there's risk there with the Brewers. Uh, so I would definitely be concerned about that. Let's move on to the next game, though. We got the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. This is a nine-run total. We got Francisco Liriano going against Ian Kennedy, two pitchers that we definitely want to look to target on today's slate. Liriano and Ian Kennedy are not good pitchers, right? They're guys you want to target. Problem is, is, like, I just don't love these offenses, right? Like, sure, I want to target Liriano, but I don't love the Royals' offense. I guess, like, Whit Merrifield, Soler, or, or, and Perez are guys I would look to target them with, but I just, like, I'm not stacking them. It's maybe just, like, a one-off here or there, but I just don't love these guys too much. Uh, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, because I got Liriano as a guy that I would definitely be down to target. I just don't love stacking the Royals. I just don't like whenever... Whenever they score, it just doesn't seem like they're scoring home runs or anything like that. And it's just not enough upside in tournaments for me. So uh, in cash game, sure. I, I think if you want to mix in a Merrifield and a Soler or even a Salvador Perez, I don't hate it. But uh, not my favorite thing to do. On the Tigers side of the ball, they're, they're an offense that, I, I sure, against Ian Kennedy, yeah, it makes a little bit of sense. You got Martin, Candelario, Castellanos, Martinez. But the problem is there's no Miguel Cabrera. He's likely not going to be in this lineup. And that obviously hurts the pop and power. So uh, with no Miguel Cabrera, I'm probably less interested. And it's weird, right? Liriano and Kennedy are normally pitchers that I want to look to target, but uh, just feel like the wrong slate to maybe do it. So I'm gonna pass on, uh, you know, I'm gonna pass on this one. I guess uh, normally I like to target these pitchers, but uh, didn't realize Miguel Cabrera wasn't gonna be lineup. I forgot about that uh, injury with him. So probably not gonna look to target these teams. Just kind of move on to uh, bigger and better offenses because uh, this is a big slate, and uh, I think there's better teams that we can target instead of that one. So uh, let's go to the next one: Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, this is eight total and this is tough because it's like i love jose quintana but do i really want to target the cardinals uh cardinals offense 7.6 is the uh price on quintana i think quintana is an interesting tournament play i know the cardinals are not a team that we really like to target a ton and they got a lot of rays in there their team's not going to strike out a ton too but uh quintana's pretty talented i think if you want to take a shot in it you can in tournaments but not my favorite uh, on the opposite side, Miles Mikolas. Uh, it's weird to see him higher priced than uh, Jose Quintana, but he's been good this year. Problem is, I don't really want to target the Cubs here, so uh, 
The Lizard King, I don't think I'm going to end up targeting here. Again, it's one of those spots where uh, these pitchers are not one of my favorite pitchers to target on the slate. They're not, like, my least favorite. So it's like they, they hit this in between where I kind of just crossed the game off, the Cardinals and Cubs. So that's what I'm going to do with this one. We're just going to cross this game off and move on to the next game. This game is about all two young, talented pitchers, and man, it's going to be tough to pass up on these pitchers here. The bats, I'm just going to fade uh, all the way. Don't need to touch them. Dodgers, Padres, eight total. we got Walker Bueller. Bueller, where are you? Uh, see, Walker Bueller is a guy that I'm definitely going to roster on this slate. I, I like him a ton here against the Padres. Obviously, uh, you know, righties against Padres is something we've targeted for a while, and I'm going to do it here again. So, uh, like Walker Bueller a lot. Obviously, scared, right? The Padres are getting kind of scary. Uh, not totally scary, but they're starting to get concerning, right? You got guys like Franchi Cordero in there that can be a problem. Uh, they're starting to just get uh, those these young, talented guys are starting to, you know, really, uh, really flourish. So, I'm starting to get a little worried about the Padres, but I'm still not that worried here. There's enough righties in here where I expect Bueller to have a really nice outing. 8.6K, sure, it seems like a lot, but it's in a good ballpark in San Diego. So Walker Wheeler is a guy that I like a lot in my cash games and in my tournaments. On the opposite side, Joey Lucchesi. Uh, what do we do with him? Uh, 8.3K. I probably just say find the $300 for Walker Bueller. But, you know, the Dodgers haven't been the greatest offense recently. I mean, they're going to they're gonna get really righty heavy as best as they can. Uh, I, I, if you want to take a shot at him in tournaments and you don't think anyone's going to own him, I get it because the Dodgers have not been that good this year. So I, I think there's an argument for Lucchesi. I could totally get it. But... I'm, I'd just rather find the $300 for Walker Bueller. That's the more and more I think about it. Uh, if you want to go Lucchesi as a cheap tournament play, again, I think you could you could do it. The K percentage is up there, 26.9% for Lucchesi. There's obviously upside for him. Uh, there's definitely some worries, though, right? He gets you know hard hit percentage. He's getting hit a little hard right now. Uh, it's definitely concerning. Again, it's a small sample. That's also a small sample on his K percentage, too. We don't have a lot of minor league data on him, so... I don't know. I'm definitely concerned uh, to go Lucchesi, but again, this Dodgers offense is not that that appealing. You're going to get this guy at like, you know, 5% owned or less. So if you want to make him a pivot off of Bueller and say Bueller is going to be super high owned, I, I get it. Uh, it makes some sense, but I'm more of a Bueller fan. That's the guy I would look to target more. I just don't think Lucchesi is completely out of play in tournaments. And then these hitters, I'm going to fade completely. On to the next game. We got the Houston Astros and the Arizona Diamondbacks and the, the red-hot Arizona Diamondbacks. They've been hitting the ball pretty well. Uh, I mean, A.J. Pollock's absolutely been crushing it, but they get Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole is someone that's uh, tough to hit. Uh, Garrett Cole's been really incredible this year. It's at 12.4K price tag. That's the one thing that's kind of getting in the way. I don't know if I'm going to pay that price on the slate. I mean, sure, if I have the 12.4K, of course I want to pay for him. Uh, the big debate is if I go J.A. Happ, do I just find the money to Garrett Cole? Part of me says yes. Uh, I just want to find the money to Garrett Cole. It's definitely an interesting conversation. Garrett Cole's just been so talented. The strikeout upside has been insane for him. I mean, what he's been doing, not looking to target on the slate. So, yeah, uh, Chris Medlin is not someone that you uh, should be rostering. Definitely look to roster Garrett Cole over him. Don't go cheap for Chris Medlin. Uh, you know, load up on the Astros offense, though. They're an offense you have to like a ton. Uh, Astros offense is in a great spot. They have a high implied run total. And against a guy like Medlin, I expect the Astros to have a pretty big game. Uh, you know, righty here. You know, so the lefties are obviously interesting, like Josh Reddick. Uh, Brian McCann has maybe gotten a wraparound stack, but don't sleep on those righties, too. Uh, you know, in Springer, Altuve, Cray, they can hit anyone. Uh, they're expensive though. That's kind of the thing. A lot of the like really good stacks on this slate are expensive. That's one of the uh, interesting things about this slate is 
there's not a lot of cheap pitchers to love. I think there's some decent pitchers in the mid tier, but there's not like that just like you know six K pitcher to absolutely be in love with. Uh, so it's it's an it's an interesting dynamic to this slate. Uh, a lot of the better offenses are the expensive offense, and a lot of the better pitchers are the expensive pitchers. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, definitely want to be targeting that Astros offense up and down the lineup. Want to get exposure to him in my cash games. I uh, want to talk about Garrett Cole just a little bit uh, again here. So his K percentage, I mean, it's been pretty good, 25.3%. Walks have been down to 6.3%, uh, not getting hit hard at all. It's just everything lines up here for him, 45.2% ground ball rate. Everything has been great for Garrett Cole. He's a guy that's been, uh, you know, we've expected to be a really talented pitcher. He's a guy that I just think we have to be looking at on this slate. It's just the question is, do we have the value uh, in our cash games to really make it all around work again? Like, I think Barrios might be my SP1. So do I really want to make, do I really want to make Garrett Cole my SP2 is the kind of the question here uh, at this point so again obviously like him in the astros lineup but nothing on the uh diamondback side of the ball i will pass on that so let's go to the next game we have the Baltimore Orioles and the Oakland Athletics. And, man, Andrew Cash was on the mound. Definitely someone to target versus Daniel Magnin. Uh, you know, no need to target Daniel Magnin. I think he's a guy that we don't really – I mean, if you want to go cheap with him, I wouldn't hate it because the Orioles can strike out a ton. And it's a negative ballpark shift for them. But, uh, I don't know, Cash is a guy I'm definitely looking to target. I mean, this this A's offense, people are not going to be on tomorrow. Uh, just going to go completely overlooked. So, if you want to, you know, play them, I totally get it. Matt Joyce is going to be a cheap option to consider. Batting first is lefty. Problem is he only probably gets like three three spots against them like maybe three at bats because they'll obviously take out joyce uh, a ton they always do that and it's really frustrating marcus Semien, he's in play uh jed lowry jed double only doubles lowry i mean the guy just crushes he, he just always hitting the ball so freaking hard and so good so i love jed lowry at 4.5k if you have the money he's a great option Chris Davis with a K, Crush Davis, uh, not to confuse, the, 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 we got both the Davises, uh, the Chris Davises in the same game today, but the one with the K, uh, man, I like him a lot here against Kasher. I think this is a good spot for him to hit a home run, even maybe two, this is this is a good spot for Chris Davis, so like him, Matt Olson uh, for 3.9K, there's a lot of value there with him, uh, I think this is a good spot for him to hit a home run too, so I, I, man, I really like this A's offense a little bit, I think they're a really interesting tournament stack, uh, definitely going to look to get some exposure to these guys in my cash games. All right, next game. Uh, again, uh, Orioles. I don't really mention them. There's no one to like on that team. I, th- I mean, Manny Machado, right? He's amazing. But uh, I just don't think we need to target uh, the Orioles on this slate. I think it's a fine spot. Just cross them off. But let's go to the next game. Los Angeles Angels and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, eight and a half total here. Uh, you know, Garrett Richards, a guy I, I really like for his price. I mean, 7.7K is too cheap. How do we pass on Garrett Richards here? I like him. He's got to definitely need exposure to. The problem is Seattle. They really don't trick out a ton. That's my real main concern with the Mariners here. Again, I I love Richards, really talented pitcher, absolute stud, but the Mariners, they don't strike out a ton. Uh, Against righties, their K percentage is... The current lineup is actually pretty good, uh, 24.4%. I didn't expect that. I'm expecting the sample size is low, but that's not that's not the case. Uh, really weird to see that, but uh, 24.4%. It's better against righties than against lefties. Against lefties, I mean, it's rough. It's 15.7%, but uh, that was actually shocking to think because in my head I have, uh, you know, Mariners obviously don't like targeting them against uh, opposing pitchers, but uh, yeah, maybe against righties there's a little more upside than I was thinking. So uh, yeah, just uh, Garrett Richards again. He's someone that I was already considering on this slate. Uh, uh, was a little worried about the, the K numbers, but uh, if you look at the plate IQ, I mean, it's pretty nice here. So uh, I definitely think I'm going to, you know, consider him more. And again, if I go like a Barrios and a Garrett Richards combo, I really like that combo more than going up to a Garrett Cole because the nice thing about that is the bats I can get. I mean, it's just going to unlock a, a lot of bats. Uh, it's going to get me the, uh, you know... 
Oh, I mean, like the Giancarlo Stantons, the Mookie Betts. I mean, there's tons of bats to like on this slate, right? The Carlos Correas. There's all these expensive bats to like, so it's tough for me to not want to get exposure to uh, them. And just going to the Garrett Richards and Barrios combo makes a lot more sense uh, to me. So, uh, again, if I can make the Garrett Cole and Barrios work, I might do that. But uh, I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping when I'm, I'm thinking about what my lineup could be, and I'm hoping I can make the Barrios Richards one work. Obviously, I can just plug it in and do it. But, uh, you know, when value pours in, it gets kind of tough, right? There's like Bryce Harper. He's someone to like. Mike Trout in this game, obviously, someone to like. Uh, Brian Dozier in that Twins game, a uh, guy you could pay up for too. There's a lot to like. So I don't really want to uh, just overlook it and just double pay up a pitcher because I don't think that's going going to be the right route uh it's normally something i do a ton but i feel like going to garrett richards might be the idea but that's enough babbling about that uh you know i'm not going to play one of the mariners side of the ball just don't think it's too necessary i'll pass on that if we look at the angels i think they're a fine stack i i, I get it if you want to play the angels go for it right they're a really talented offense uh no one's going to own them uh, they're really expensive too right no one's going to pay up for trout no one's going to pay up for these guys when they're they can pay up for mookie bets and all these other guys so you'll obviously get mike trout on their own makes a ton of sense if you want to stack them up fine the one thing i kind of like about this stack if you do do it again obviously i don't really want to target mike leak a ton he's like more of a better real life pitcher uh, than a fantasy one, but uh, I kind of like the prices on these guys. You get Ian Kinsler at 3.5K. That's really cheap for Ian Kinsler. Then you get Justin Upton, 4.3K. That's cheap for Upton. Pools, 3.6, kind of cheap. Like they're, they're, they got cheaper price tags than you would think. I mean, Simmons at 3.7, Cole Calhoun at 3K. They're just really cheap. Maldonado, 2.5. Just uh you, you know if you plug trout in and plug in a lot of these other guys you know you might be able to get some decent pitchers with them so i don't hate this stack they just put up like 12 or 13 runs the night before uh can't argue with the angels because they're swinging some pretty hot bats they're just a good offense in general uh no one's gonna own them so i uh, just want to give them a little bit of an honorable mention here but let's move on to uh the, the best thing of the of it to talk about it's the stack of the day right the, i love talking about the stack of the day and uh it, it, it pains me to say this is mets fan but uh, man, it's the Yankees stack. And uh, the thing I like about like the Yankees stack on this slate, I mean, Josh Thomas is just being hit, hit hard a ton, really struggling. The one concern is obviously he's not walking a ton of guys. If he's not walking a ton of guys, that obviously has me a little concerned because they can't get more guys on base to really duplicate those runs, just keep like moving them and moving them. Uh, just... Uh, I, that's the one thing I have a concern about, but I, I think this is a good spot for a lot of these guys, and there's a lot of home run pop here in these bats, and definitely a great spot for them. So I'll go with the Yankee stack. Uh, it seems a little obvious, but you know what? I don't care if the obvious stack on 15 game slates are uh, ones that I like. You know why? Because it doesn't really matter on 15 game slates. The ownership is spread out. So the Yankee stack is probably, I guess, I'll give you my uh, that's my expensive stack to like, and my cheap stack to like is the Twins. I mean, uh, the Twins are really cheap, uh, so I'll give you two stacks of the day, and I just don't think people are going to play them against Carson Fulmer. And uh, I don't know. It just I feel like if you I feel like it's it's a lot more fun to you know get in those cheap bats because then you can pay up for some decent pitchers like a Barrios and then maybe like mash in like some really talented bats like Trout bets uh stanton uh, obviously that would then plug out all your outfield but you get you get what i'm saying right you can just do like a five man or four man twin stacks and then really jam in some really expensive bats that you like as one-offs on this slate so uh but that'll about wrap up the slate guys thanks a lot for joining me uh you know a little uh a little under the weather this time of year because my allergies so appreciate you listening if i sound a little uh different that's kind of why uh so apologize for that if you have any questions on anything give me a follow on twitter at travis mangone it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e happy to help you guys 
out. Uh, if you have any questions of any one-offs or anything like that, hey, I have a QQ. Do, do you like this or that? I'm always happy to help you guys out. Uh, if you have any questions on that leading up to lock, as long as it's not too close. But again, thanks a lot for joining me, and I am out of here. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 US only.